0: I declare the Peace River Town Council a regular meeting for Tuesday, and November the 13th, 2018, to order. And before we get on with business, uh, as people uh, are aware, one of our staff firefighters, Martin Cooper, passed away. Uh, uh, we're not sure whether it was Friday night or early Saturday morning, but. Uh, what we would like to do is just uh, stand for a minute of silence uh, for Mr.
1: Cooper. And, uh, yes, it's good. Uh, your Washington Council, uh, Captain Martin Cooper, joined the Fire Department in 2011 and passed away on Saturday at the age of 34. Uh, an excellent uh, firefighter, my good brother. And we would like just a moment of silence to remember our firefighting brother, Captain Martin Cooper. Just information about his funeral will be in his hometown, North uh, and in Newfoundland, and next week. I uh, will be attending uh, the funeral of half of the town of the Fire Barmer will be participating in that. I've uh, been speaking to his family. The, uh, the Five Barmer here, we will be having a, uh, a ramp ceremony and uh, a parade or Procession down Main Street to the Capital Conference Center on Friday. So it starts on Friday at 2 o'clock at the firewall for the uh, round ceremony.
0: And he was a DMI employee, and uh, DMI has taken their flags to have Thank you very much. Nice <coughs> Uh, Mr. Parker, uh, we're at the adoption of the agenda. Any additions and deletions?
2: Yes, we do. We have one addition and one deletion. We, uh, both are the in-camera sections. One is uh, personnel that will be added and uh, the intimate, intergovernmental relations will be deleted.
0: Okay. Um, well, I'll take a motion to adopt the agenda. Uh, Thank you, Downing, on in favor. We have two sets of minutes. Minutes from October 22, 2018 and minutes from October 29, 2018. We'll focus on on the October 22nd set. Any uh, additions, clarifications, deletions, etc. required?
3: I would uh, move the October 22 uh, minutes as written.
0: All in favor? Uh, that takes us to minutes of the October 29th organizational meeting. Uh, are there any clarifications that need to be made there? Not, uh, I'll take a motion. Okay. I so move. All in favor deputy mayor managers? Passed. Okay. Any public hearings, Mr. Parker? There are none. You are And I see that there is a dearth of presentations
2: today. That is correct.
0: Okay, we will now move into bylaws. Uh, And this will be a request for decision on bylaw 2040. This is a bylaw for license and regulate taxes. Are
2: we, is our good guru? Okay, so. um, uh, And you felt that
0: you you had had enough you explained it enough at the last that's that's it
2: uh, um miss mcquake actually did a little bit after our team uh, meeting, said she did a little bit more work if she'd like to expand upon it a little bit
0: So miss mcquake policy maker executive assistant and writer. Are you
4: being paid for all three positions or just one? I am being
0: fairly remunerated. <laughs> it goes on the record, so.
4: <laughs> so, in the follow-up from the governance priorities meeting, I took the time to address the concerns that Council had raised in a number of areas. Uh, what I heard from Council was concerns as to whether. This struck a good balance between risk and utility for the taxi businesses in order to support them so I was only able to find one other jurisdiction in those that I had surveyed that actually had any provision for an enhanced records check and that occurring only if the existing one came back none of the other jurisdictions that I surveyed had the Uh, requirement for the enhanced records check explicitly laid out in the bylaw so whether or not there is a practice or provision I was unable to tell but we were the only jurisdiction I could find that actually incorporates that within the bylaw I also did a survey of other professions to see where we fall in terms of the safety standards for this and we are equal or superior to teachers Uh, nurses, uh, far superior to daycare workers who can actually interact with children for up to eight weeks without any kind of criminal records check, which I found very, very startling. So, and uh, I was actually able to educate somebody on the weekend who's getting her certificate in social work and wanted to know why she had to have all these records checks, and I said, well, let me tell you (laughs) how stringent the requirements are. So i think council can be uh, confident that we are being um, suitably stringent with respect to balancing risk and the needs of the business community in this area i also made additional changes uh, incorporating counselor goods uh, request that the charge limit be set at five years for reporting of previous charges as well as provisions for what if it's a new or new and uh, vehicle purchase, so those will be incorporated as
0: well. Well, I'll turn to Mr. Ford because I know that he's done his homework to see if he has any additional uh, questions or comments.
5: Um, first of all, I just want to thank you, Ruth, and uh, I know Graham, you guys did a lot of work uh, in preparing this. Um, yes, I do still have an issue with the 180 days of waiting for a certified records check coming back. Um, as an example, that I mentioned in our GMP meeting, um, we did have a, a sexual assault happen in one of our cabs. That gentleman fled, uh, came back, reoffended, and fled again, to my understanding. So, the way this bylaws are written, yeah. if that gentleman happens to change his name, passes uh, a security check with uh, name and date of birth. Potentially, we can allow an offender to drive a vehicle or a cab in town, whether that is a, a sexual offender or a, a, a different type of offense. But that is my only concern with the bylaw. Other than that, I think it's very well written. Uh, Mr. Scalhorn, any comments?
0: Yeah. Mr. know, Ms. Downing, you're not—you weren't first in the lineup
6: um just a couple clarity questions on um let's see section 10 a it talks about other jurisdictions so does a bylaw someplace say and this all applies to the municipality of peace river someplace because when it says other jurisdictions it makes me think well okay peace river is covered here and that
7: must be
4: it was intended intended to be very broad-reaching uh the local rcmp from time to time gets information on persons that may be re-entering the community or interpol notices of individuals so that um, this would allow them to (coughs) notify us uh, if they are aware of something in a jurisdiction not otherwise specified that may be of concern to the town and the other question was um number three a
6: taxi driver and then i uh, shall not smoke or use e-cigarettes themselves nor permit any passengers to smoke or use e-cigarettes within the taxi so does that apply to
4: cannabis and all of that too uh, the smoking in here is captured under the smoking the, uh, the uh, general smoking regulation by the province and it includes all forms of smoking so including
6: the
0: cannabis and I believe I Provincial regulation doesn't allow you to smoke in a vehicle. Nope. No, people
7: no, no. Oh, it, it doesn't allow you to smoke. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no. Thank, Thank you. Then why do you people all say no, no?
7: <laughs> you should have <laughs> said yes, yes.
0: That's <laughs> true. <laughs> 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 <Yes. laughs> Can we <laughs> say you people? <laughs> no problem. <laughs> 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 and um, what jurisdictions did you
4: benchmark us to? uh they're the ones listed uh Edmonton, Calgary, Lacombe, Wood, Buffalo, Canmore, uh Wittasko and Camrose and Cold Lake. I did have Banff but they just had a very generic section and it wasn't uh it just said police check and there it was too unspecific so I omitted them I used them as a source for taking clauses that might be relevant but when it came to uh criminal record checks theirs was too big well, I'm assuming that we have a much tougher bylaw than the, the
0: town of Richmond and the village of Russia. I would never make an assumption, sir. Okay. because it might make an ass out of you and me. Okay, very good. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is there going to be a motion for first reading?
7: Your Worship, I'd like to make a motion for first reading of uh, Bylaw 2040.
5: Recorded vote, please, Your Worship.
0: Okay. Uh, So uh, there won't be a recorded vote. Uh, All in favor? Against? So who wants to get a second reading? Mr. Good? I'll move second. I'll move second reading of Bylaw 2040. All in favor? So, do you have to ask for a recorded vote for the second
6: one? It is an independent motion.
4: It is an additional motion, sir, so it would have been requested beforehand. Oh, you missed on
6: that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll move
4: that we
0: go to third reading. Okay, all in favor? Oh, come on. And the motion is defeated because it requires unanimous consent to you didn't even ask you for want that recording, recording on that one. <laughs> That's no one the doozy. It. We'll do you it have on, to, we'll listen listen to listen to the, the podcast yes. to find <laughs> out that you were actually the person that voted against the, <laughs> the third reading. <laughs>
6: okay. okay. So, can I just ask for clarification? So uh, the motion is, um, it wasn't unanimous, so... We don't go to third
2: reading. Can't go to third reading. Uh, forever in the future. Fair. Or just for this meeting? The next, next just season. for this meeting. Gets, oh, yeah. It gets put to the next meeting no? automatically. Okay. You can't expedite it if you had unanimous vote.
0: So, you no, so cool. I guess the, uh, the silver lining to that is that we will actually have an agenda item under
5: unfinished business next week. Well, see
0: next
5: week. For once. Because <laughs> we get everything else done.
0: <laughs> so now we are at new business um the uh there is a briefing note for the peace river regional for the peace river re right re- re- regional complex construction update yes. oh we have two people always <coughs>
8: the team including your counselor Ian. Uh, Your worshiping council um, administration is providing an update on the progress of the construction at the Multiplex. Attached to the document is more pictures this time. Um, As progress moves along, it's actually becoming uh, much more picturesque (laughs) to provide you with uh, documentation of what is happening on the interior of the facility. Um, So far this past month, uh month of October. Uh, there was a, a lot of exterior work that was going on. Uh, exterior exterior panels are up, uh, insulating panels. There'd be future work um, happening this month on some of those areas on the front of the building and in the backs. Um, some roofing is being done on some of the flat portions of the roof uh, and concrete continues the second floor concession area meeting room and washroom slab was completed Uh, you can see a photo of that on your first page of photos in the middle Um, exterior sidewalks in the north end of the building the back side of the structure plus all the curb and gutter has been completed you can see where a road will be someday once we get to do some asphalt in the spring interior masonry we have some interior walls going up specifically in the change rooms they were just sort of a four wall space now we're getting definition of where the shower room is where the actual uh, washroom stalls are going to be so there's some interior walls that are going up Uh, myself and the recreation facilities coordinator got to crawl around inside this past uh, construction meeting and we got to see some of the the inside components of the building which was kind of fun and his office Ryan's always standing in his office. Um, the hazardous material RFP is out and had a closing date of November 3rd. So this is for the asbestos abatement, um, the assessment of the materials prior to the abatement that would be <coughs> happening on the old structure. So that is out and closed. Um, for November, the polycarbonate glazing installer was in and councilor Needham was chatting with him just on the weekend Um, it's a type of window that we're putting in to the front of the building specifically around the fitness component of the front Um, you don't want to be running or jumping around in the fitness center and waving at people as they're walking by on the sidewalk so it's it's a i don't know how to explain the the actual polycarbonate it's got a coating on it, oh, Yeah, it's
3: got a reflective coating on the, the exterior surface mm-hmm. so, so that way you know, people can see out but people aren't going to be able to stand there and kind of watch
8: into yeah. uh, the fitness area. Level of privacy. Yeah. So all the orange tarped areas as I referred to them will now actually have some um, windows inset into the So there's a lot of exterior work still to come with all the windows and doors over the next month. Um, And interior steel framing was occurring when we were on site uh, at our last meeting and it will continue specifically more on the second floor for the concession area, the washrooms, uh, a lot of that second floor mezzanine area will start taking some physical shape now of those structures on that floor. And then just to note that we had our municipal site tour and we had representation from all municipalities attend which was wonderful Mm -hmm. Um, and as we continue along we'll offer another tour. If there is a member of council that hasn't had the opportunity to attend as of yet, um, we have construction meetings Thursday mornings at 10am and we always do a site uh, walk about typically around 11 o'clock on average yeah if um oh, sorry our meetings are at 9. nine. Yeah. Oops. um so if there's a member of council that would like to attend we do have a meeting this week and every two weeks so please just contact one of us or uh, your fellow councillor i'm sure would be happy to take you over on a private tour at any time because they know your councillor by name on site so <laughs> I
3: think, uh, yes, just uh, to use Orrin Ford's expression, make sure you have your PPE and you can go on a tour. So, personal protection equipment, did I get that right? Yes. I think I did. Just the only other comment I would add to the, uh, to the comments from uh, Jim and Tanya is that I did happen to just uh, chat with the uh, contractor on uh, actually Saturday morning. I was walking by and they were just kind of cleaning up, uh, doing uh, those translucent glass panels at 10 you're talking about and I sort of got in an informal discussion with this gentleman and he was packing up and going and uh, he happened to be the contractor for Marshall Lee and uh, his comment was they had two weeks booked for the for this project and he said because of the weather and the crew he says they did it in a week so uh, he was he was pretty pumped and uh, I think what I said to myself was good no more change orders but I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> so obviously he did the project with a contract price and obviously won it but uh, he was able to do the work uh, on time and way ahead of schedule so uh, he was pretty happy and uh, he, uh, he was quite uh, quite taken by the product he've done a couple of, of uh, they did actually did a uh, he was telling me they did a potash mine in southern Saskatchewan last week and they used the same material to let uh, light into a, an industrial uh, uh, building over top of a mine shaft so he said it's quite unique and and uh, says uh he thought we'd be quite happy with
0: it so so there's some letters that are scheduled to go out to our surrounding neighbors to us for uh, some additional financial support that's correct and that will be going out when or has it gone out yesterday tomorrow morning
4: this week for sure okay they've been drafted I have a meeting with uh, Director Town uh, following the director's meeting tomorrow to make sure that we have the funding formula accurate. I anticipate them being up tomorrow afternoon. Great. Excellent. So
0: perhaps a motion to accept for information, or does anyone have additional questions? Maybe a comment on how beautiful the building (laughs) is.
8: Once those orange turks come Turn down, down <laughs> maybe that one <laughs> I, oh, I, I, Worship, I, I did attend the october
7: 17th tour and i was super impressed it's it's great way to go you guys i know mm. i'm super excited all
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: right might
7: have to have another batch of kids so you can get them to play. And yeah. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know,
5: that face doesn't show up on the screen.
0: <laughs> I was just referred to as Oh, okay. <laughs> uh,
3: your worship, I would move the report before we uh, move into the comedy hour. <laughs>
9: <laughs> okay, um, I would move it as information. I'm sorry. Okay. Um,
1: I think
0: I had a, an additional question on this. Um, but I forget what it is. So uh, we will move on. All in favor of Johanna Downing's motion? Oh, that was actually Mr. question. Uh, ah, the fire service graduate. Fire services, graduation ceremony, and your request for a you. decision. I hope you're not asking us to do the, the pass-fail thing on their exam.
1: <laughs> no, you can come and do the physical, uh, physical pass-fail thing. City Washington Council, before you, do you have details of our annual um, fire department graduation in conjunction with Camden Northern Lights Class Fire Services? Um, it's about the third year we've done this where we make a formal uh, ceremony to graduate those members who have completed their training requirements during the year uh, the date for this is uh, November 27th um, as of today we're still planning to go ahead into that date um, is, is, that is that not the date that yeah. 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 That's correct, that's correct i did hear that afterwards that there was a yeah a so if any uh, council members are available or would like
0: to attend well i i know what uh councillor ward's priority will be so hmm? i'm sure you
5: will
0: share. show sure. up uh, Yeah. We'll bring greetings from the council congratulations right. I don't know. okay uh, so uh,
1: this year i we've got 10 or 11 in, uh, graduating with in, in town in the county. We have oh. some genius as well that we recognize Some other
0: promotions. Okay. Yeah. So uh, perhaps an enabling motion to allow uh, all counselors to attend the fire services graduation I can make that motion, Your Worship. Okay, I'll Thank you. Um, and you've got a request for a decision regarding attendance at the Rhapsody Awards
4: good
0: evening Well, uh, truthfully uh Debbie Mayor has probably speak more value of Rhapsody Awards but we've both been invited is this so what happens here we people get around seeing Queen's Rhapsody <laughs> not so much the awards are put on by oh. the uh
4: rural practitioners apprenticeship program uh,
6: that right? sounds good okay um this year uh two local groups will be uh so dr david Welch has been uh will be awarded the will be awarded an award as well as the or team from the
2: east river hospital cool. so the evening events
4: will be orders, you know, snacks hors snacks Supper, and an award
6: so so we're seeking an enabling motion for the mm-hmm. council members to attend so mr mayor if i may um this is uh an award that um it's uh given out by as autumn uh, mentioned the uh, Rural Health Care Professions Action Plan and they keep changing their names so no problem there and um, The local health care attraction retention committee so this is a committee that's composed of five municipalities around here and a public member and some members from The clinic and the doctors groups and so on so anyways um, It's meant to be a celebration of the um, healthcare in our community and in particular um, these two awards there will also be a recognition of two retiring um, physicians from our community and so all the municipalities uh, councilors are invited and um, yeah and uh, miss Mcclaaig is uh, taking numbers
0: okay so you want a uh, push. I'm assuming you'll make the motion to enable any and all councilors
6: to attend? Um, yes I would make that a motion including um, uh, hopefully an expectation that uh, the mayor or one of the councilors would uh, uh, bring some words of wisdom to the group yeah I don't think I'll be uh, it's a I'll Tuesday
0: Perhaps you uh, or I won't be, be able, able to, to attend, attend, unfortunately. Okay, we need somebody else to step up. i using um,
6: I think, Mr. Needham, you're going. Would you step up? As <laughs> the mayor indicates.
5: Okay. okay. Well, well this, this, is, this is where I fall up councilor Ford because
3: I have a conflict of interest because my my daughter is actually receiving um, she's part of the U R team, but uh, and he
6: can speak really well. But I. I uh, <laughs>
3: Sure,
0: um, you could be there like a proud father. I agree.
3: Is okay, that a train whistle, I hear? <laughs>
0: yeah, and then you can share stories about how she was growing up. I could share stories
3: about how she never paid me back for four years of tuition
0: <laughs> that she promised Remember, this is a celebration. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. Maybe we should send someone else. <laughs> yeah. All right, pencil me in and uh, we'll ask Autumn to come up with some uh, words. and. Uh, Maybe we can work on something
0: together. Sure. Sounds good. Okay. Um, so um, the Deputy Mayor has a motion to enable all and any councilor to attend the 2018 last year events here in Peace River. Uh, uh, and a motion to have uh, <coughs> Mr. Uh, councilor Needham uh, bring greetings from all there thank you please ask me thank you uh request for a decision regarding the metis week ceremony which is this week correct it's tomorrow
6: uh, this week is Metis week the
0: ceremony is tomorrow okay so so there's a flag raising ceremony at nine o'clock tomorrow yes you've got it and uh i'm counting on the as
6: down here
7: there okay am i bringing greetings no
6: um probably
7: okay
6: <laughs> The format's been a little loose so i would say be prepared to bring greetings
0: okay um, yeah. um so a motion from someone to enable any and all counselors to attend the uh, the, the opening the metis week opening ceremonies at the Traffic circle for their flag raising. Flag raising ceremony. Yeah. Okay, for the flag raising okay. ceremony. You'll be left, so. All in favor of your Thank you. Um, this is a request for a decision regarding the LibCon settlement celebration. Um, uh, is there anyone that's going to speak to this or? Uh, did anyone go? Yep. So there was a uh, there was a ceremony. So maybe Ms. Downing and Ms. Nanzer who both attended, can just uh, to, to fill us fill us in. And I guess you're really just asking for uh, a ratification of or uh, 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 stepping up to the plate and getting up there. Uh,
7: your Worship, thank thank you very much for letting me take a moment to talk to you about this morning's. A celebration at Lubicon Lake Band. It was a historical event of which I was very honored to attend. Uh, it was well done. It was a class event. There was a number of uh, dignitaries there, including our premier, and the the, the sharing of the torch was evident, uh, and uh, it made me really pleased for that community they the the acknowledgement of pe- everyone who worked on on the signing of that treaty for the last 30 years and probably longer um, were certainly acknowledged so it was an honor to be there and i thank you for you know allowing me to
0: attend was mr Tomlin lamoka there
7: no he was not but york was and so is Stefan. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I understand there's going to be a celebration New Town.
7: Here, mm-hmm. That's December the 4th, right? 14th. Oh, yes. Right. It is the 14th. It sounded like it was an evening kind of thing. No, I, I believe it started in the day okay. and went into the evening. We, it's very likely that we'll receive an invitation once things are, are sort of firmed up a little bit more.
0: So what we should do is just, How um, do we do ratification motions for uh, People attend that, or there's we basically passed the motion in principle, but haven't actually done it. So how do we, uh, particularly for something where
2: we, uh,
0: when you want to pay two councillors for their time,
2: you, you just uh, pass it. through the authorized two councillors. You know, you know, is that massive? Because you gave them the at the GMP, mm-hmm. you gave them the general. They they can't pass that motion, but they can make a recommendation to council to send counselors there. So it's just basically ratified that. Okay. So, does somebody want to make that
0: motion to put two counselors to attend the uh the Ubicon settlement celebration uh, day? Um, yeah, I think that's all right. moved. okay, Ms. Ford, uh all in Uh rest, request for decision on the festival of trees. Okay. So, uh, Council,
2: um, basically, uh, for you is uh, uh, we have an invitation for the Peace River Warmer Shelter to attend the 19th Annual Festival of Trees Gala. We have uh, done this many times in the past. Um, the event is uh, on Saturday, November 17th at the Chateau Nova in Peace River. And uh, basically, we have a couple of options there is to enable a mayor or a delegate to attend the Festival Trees dinner and auction. Um, we do recommend that uh, that's the way to go. Okay, that's seventeenth of November, Saturday, November seventeenth.
0: Okay, I probably won't be there. So, uh, uh, is there somebody that you can attend? I'm mean, I attending.
5: Okay.
0: And after, yeah. okay. <coughs> okay. If you can uh, bring uh, and bring, if you can bring greetings. Uh,
5: do they do that there? I don't think. Um,
0: I don't think that's part of the goal No, that's true. Yeah. If asked, please step up. Okay. okay.
9: oral through it. So uh, a motion
0: uh, sure. a motion to enable uh, council, any and all counselors to attend the festival trees event uh, on November 17th. All
2: Um,
0: okay. okay, so we we have built up so much momentum, and now we are getting the 2019 operating and capital budget. Uh, so I think this will this our role will come to a screeching halt. This will suck all the
9: oxygen. <laughs>
5: So, you had 90 pages, 100 pages. What's this one?
9: Small. <laughs> Funny story. <laughs> uh, 98 pages. This, but I'm, you're holding it upside down. <laughs> but I'm short a couple elements.
5: Where's, where's the pig, Mr. Town? I don't see the pig on the front cover you <laughs>
9: Your worshiping council, before you, and just distributed to you as the um, proposed 2019 operating and capital uh, budgets for the operations of the town for the upcoming year. Um, so I prepared a short presentation. Again, since this has just been distributed um, and it's also available publicly, this is now on our website and copies will be made available to town hall for, for those who wanna come and grab um, a copy. What the, the intention is, is to provide a quick summary of what the budget is looking like for the upcoming year. Give council the time to um, review it over the next week and then head into budget, um, formal budget discussions and deliberations at our meeting next Monday, which is a, um, it's strictly just a budget meeting. So there'll be presentations at that meeting. For organizations that are uh, looking for financial assistance will be invited to attend other groups as needed. Um, And we can start um, doing some discussions and, and deliberations at that point. So in terms of information I'd like to discuss tonight, since this group had them the budget last year, I'm pretty familiar with the process that I like to follow through municipal budgets. Um, and this will be a similar type process. So in terms of the budget document, um, we do start with an open and transparent process. We, we have all the information, it's laid out, it's laid out in a format where the public could uh, review and understand it with a fair, very high degree of, um, um, understanding, hopefully, um, provide the opportunity to have any questions or others to uh, to uh, be able to ask. Um, and again, this, this budget begins with Council determining the priorities for the upcoming year. You've done that through um, budget sessions that we've had. Plus, when we do this, we try to align to uh, Council's strategic plan and we take that into account. All the meetings that we're going to have will be public, um, open to the public, and advertised through a variety of means. And the draft budget and presentations are available on our website at www.peaceriver.ca slash budget. And physical copies will be made available at the town hall. So, again, from a framework perspective, um, this sets forth the resource allocation uh, plan that's aligned with community goals and needs so again we take what council has indicated our strategic items and try to align a plan uh, for the upcoming year with that in this budget again policy document the plan operations guide and a communication device for council and the public this is the third year for the book Um, for those who have been here for the previous versions. Um, There's been talk about it's been tough to do apples to apples comparisons because again, we've had significant budget and accounting changes in that time. Um, Those have been resolved. We're now far enough into this where where our budget um, items, so there won't be areas in here where we've changed the way that we budgeted or we've changed allocations, those have all been captured. But there are a few items to consider um, as you're reviewing. Uh, we do show gross amounts, so we don't net out items. So, for example, um, our um, joint development agreement that we have with County of Northern Lights, uh, there's a mechanism where they send us money, we send them some money back. Um, we don't net out that amount. We show both full amounts, and that's uh, done so we can over the budget and track those items. And that happens, uh, you know, a couple areas within our budget. Um, does show a comprehensive um, capital improvement plan. Council will approve the first year, um, but it does project out four years the anticipated capital needs and potential funding for for the plan. And as you're going through the book, uh, revenues are shown as negative numbers. So negatives are good when you look at the revenues. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that negatives are always good. It's just their revenue are argued in this case. So in terms of the fiscal outlook for the town, um, not much has changed in the last 12 months when we had this discussion. Again, there's minimal opportunities for non-tax revenue changes as we go in 2019. And there's some um, positive and negative pressures on the budget compared to the previous year. Some significant, others not so much. Um, but generally, most cost areas are at or around CPI. So, for example, um, items such as as insurances around CPI, materials and supplies tend to be at that. Utility costs will be higher. Um, wages will be lower because of our our negotiations with with um, wage settlements with the union and whatnot. So, but all in all, that sort of seems to be a pretty good benchmark. CPI when I last checked for Alberta in September was 2.7 or 2.8% so that's kind of a benchmark number that we've been been using throughout our budget. Um, Borrowing is still inexpensive, it's getting more expensive every year uh, as there's rate increases um, and that's just something that will impact us slowly over time. Um, There's the expectations of the public to achieve service level certain standards, um, and that seems to be increasing all the time. Uh, just, you know, where, where the public expect more with the town there, act uh, as an arbitrator or, um, you know, just the, the group that that does stuff like we had an incident today, and I'll, I'll share this. A resident took hold and asked if the town was able to come and fix their taps they really weren't working and um, they felt as reasonable that that's something that they they've asked the town to do. Um, I, I never did ask what the age range for this individual was. I don't know if it matters a whole bunch but I was just kind of curious about that. Um, and then you know the, the uncertainty around certain segments of our business, um, you know they're, they're a bit unknown areas of potential cooperation i'm going to talk about the inter- intermunicipal collaborative frameworks shortly because that could be an opportunity for the town um, but the, the status of those is also an unknown so in terms of the provincial outlook and challenges um, the province is still in a significant deficit position uh, creates uncertainty i did not mention the upcoming provincial election which, um, depending on, on what happens with certain parties, may promise newfound wealth for municipalities, or could be promises that are spoken but don't come to fruition. Um, <clears throat> you know, so again, that's a pretty
0: significant unknown. Right? Mr. Town, I don't believe the cannabis stores are open in
9: the future. This week, apparently. The MGA um, changes that are coming into effect for a couple of years now, they don't offer, um, you know, significant avenues for opportunity. And again, the carbon levy and minimum wage changes, which, you know, I, I personally view as a positive, um, they do have impacts on our budget. You know, and that's just a fact of life. We've incorporated those. Um, you know, that the carbon levy impacts are, I don't want to say significant, but they're 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 a good chunk. Um, yep. Is the word "few" shorthand right now in the second line?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm not being sarcastic. Um, I looked at the I looked at the MGA changes, and I don't remember seeing any increases.
9: Um, Unless I'm missing something, and I may be. Well, the MGA changes do consider options around the ICFs. You know, um there is options around brownfield um, development and that kind of stuff, which aren't necessarily revenue generators, but they do have some potential um, benefits for, for municipalities. Okay.
0: Yeah, that we can use them to create incentives or
9: disincentives. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and again, so I, I mentioned the intermunicipal collaborative frameworks. Discussions with our municipal partners will start in earnest in 2019, Um, but the status or the outcome of those are unknown. I don't want to be presumptuous. I am hopeful that they will provide some some assistance or support, Um, but I I can't say just to what degree that would entail. In terms of other levels of government or areas um, from the federal front there's, there's very little in terms of substantive funding. Um, there's been programs they, they will of programs um, existing and, and some other smaller ones but it's not like there's a large infrastructure push or anything like that right now. On the local level in terms of new assessments new builds in, in town uh, significantly reduced from normal growth patterns, but you would like to see integrated or aging infrastructure and deferred work is putting pressure on water and wastewater rates and tax rates. So in terms of the budget summary, you know, this is what everyone's really excited to, to hear. Um, the proposed budget includes expenditures of about 22, 25, 25 million dollars, which was 24.9 in in 2018, so about a $900,000 increase. Um, Of these amounts, generally half of that is attributable to water and sewer Uh, cost increases, and that'll be a discussion point when we do our deliberations, because there's impacts on the water and sewer rate, to recover cover those. Um, But in terms of general taxes, it's, it's generally about Half of those costs are attributable to the general tax rate. Um, so, those the proposed net operating increase is about $390,000 or about 3.2% higher than last year. Um, service level or deliberation items that council will discuss in, in greater detail when we get to that point could have a potential impact of up to. Hundred and four thousand, hundred and ninety dollars at this time, pending changes or additions if those come up. Um, factoring other revenue enhancements in, in there, the current budget deficit, and this is, I believe, on page 18, which is a consolidated budget summary, um, shows a current budget deficit of $375,430. Um, you know, so if if, if that is the, the final amount, our, our default position at this time is to recover those through through tax revenue changes. There's very few other revenue options that we have to be able to, to absorb those. Um, in terms of our, our base budget, so again, these are the amounts that we need to maintain our existing services. Our year-to-year change is about 2.2% uh, greater than last year for $271, dollars um, And then there's some pretty significant drivers for this, so wage settlements, and again, these are for all the staff that are impacted by uh, the general tax rate, which is pretty well everyone excluding our water and sewer. Um, uh, employees, but we also apportion um, certain other employees to the water and sewer fund, so for example, a public works employee may have a portion of their salary go towards water and sewer activities, with the Director of Engineering and Infrastructure, a portion of his um, costs go towards the water and sewer fund, again, it's just the way that we do the cost accounting to properly attribute costs to the proper fund. Um, Another impact is the 99th Street slide deck that we were incurring in 2019, so the venture for that occurred in 2018. We had accounted and budgeted for some of that in 2018, so it's not like the full year impact is $150,000, but approximately half of that, because um, we, we had built budget capacity the budget last year, that is something the council did at the end of their, their deliberations last year. Um, utility and fuel costs, approximately 50000 more than, than what we've done last year, and again that's um, increases in electricity costs, um, and then fuel again, some of this driven by carbon levy costs. Um, and then there's other factors that play into the base budget, so our carbon stabilization reserve revenue, is decreased from the previous year, but our grant and new revenue that we receive from the province and feds for their properties uh, is going up. Carbon living costs are up, communication costs are down. So there's a significant amount of interplay. Here there's a whole bunch of ups, a whole bunch of downs, um, but at the end of the day, our base budget increase is about $270,000 um, looking at the previous year. As we get into service level items, these are the items that we'll discuss initially and council as a collective group will decide if they want to entertain these changes to our services, uh, there's, there's about eight or nine to consider this year, uh, council will be asked to consider an increase to our solid waste collection, again this would be the first increase off the go book, I believe in, in six or seven or eight years. Uh, the rate had not drawn up since we provided enhanced services, such as recycling or garbage bin collections. And these are to recover contracted costs within the existing agreement that we have. Well, this is what like.
0: I'm not understanding though, putting on the solid waste. So you have a brackets around that.
9: Does that not indicate... Those are revenues.
0: Oh, a reduction in revenue.
9: No, that's an increase in revenue. Oh, okay. So, it's a, are going to propose a $2 increase, increase to the, the rate from $15 to $17. Uh, that $2 increase will generate $43,400 in revenues. Um, in terms of expenses, there's the Peace River 100, which is uh, has no impact to the new overall budget. There is a cost, an anticipated cost of $115,000 Uh, Staff are proposing a revenue offset to match that. Uh, 36,500 would be through a grant. The balance of 70,500, I believe is the difference would be from our rate stabilization reserve. Again, good use of the reserve to uh, mitigate these one-time impact items. uh, Eliminate spikes in in tax rates. Um, Additional fundings for indigenous frameworks and outreach, um, grants for moving uh, shelter, um, you we know, have a discussion about AFRAX radios which are, are coming up and staff would like to talk about the option of leasing those rather than a capital purchase, we'll get councils um, approval for that if it's on time. A public works labour position, there's some other staffing interface that comes into that that the director will discuss at the time and i'll just say now similar to previous years um, you'll be receiving a budget binder that has briefing notes in it and in further detail so this in the book is not the level of detail you'll be getting for some of the stuff it will be um, significantly um, greater than what we see here um, talk about a change to the taxi pass program which would be additional tickets above what we are currently um, making available to Users of that program now. Um, council concurrence on the um, expenditure changes on the Peace Regional Recreation Center. I'll get into that on the next slide. But the year-to-year impact is actually a little favorable for the budget. Um, and then potential library funding for to assist and recover. Um, there are similar um, staffing cost challenges that we are seeing, both through minimum wage increases and, and other mechanisms. Um, just gonna quickly go through the impact of the budget that the Peace Regional Recreation Center will have in 2019. It was tricky to budget properly. First of all, it's only half a year. It's gonna be in operation and we are pretty uncertain what the costs will look like. Mearshaw um, was nice enough to share the cost for their facility. Again, um, you could say it generally has a similar footprint, a little bit smaller than ours and, and whatnot, so we were able to glean some information off of that. Um, but in terms of the impact of our budget, um, there'll be a reduction, first of all, the, the $1 million we had that was used to uh, go, go to our, our reserve to help pay for the capital cost. If that's eliminated and really turned into debt charge costs or um, financing costs of 463900 next year and then anticipated staffing cost increases of $173,510. Um, material supplies, repairs and maintenance costs of just over 85000 Utility costs and insurance costs, and some communication costs of almost 113000 and other costs of 27300 um, Once you add all those up, the increase in expenses is $43,000 more than, than what we currently experience. However, the revenue increases, and these are the known ones, there's some unknown ones we weren't sure. We did have amounts in there for the field house and the walking track and fitness center. Um, but those will obviously be updated as we go into 2020 and in future years. Um, but there are no revenue increases for naming rights, uh, leasing. When parent link goes down, there we'll be able to charge them a rate. Um, so expected revenue increases are about eighty-four thousand dollars. So that's higher than our expected expenditure changes. So we expect the impacted operating budget to be forty-one thousand to, to the good. Um, so that will be the budget for 2019. Um, and then as we go into twenty twenty, we'll be able to see with, with a pretty high degree of certainty where that actually plays out. So really, I, I just want to reiterate that adding the Peace River Recreation Center and using the money monies were set up for the capital component as operating cost items. There's no impact to taxes for for residents. Um, So in terms of the the overall budget summary, I mentioned really quick, the base budget cost increases were about $271,000. Then if, and this is an if, I don't wanna presume, um, but if all the deliberation items or service level items uh, discussed by council are approved, that's an additional cost of $104,000, which leads to a budget position or deficit of $375, $430. $375, $430. Just so council's aware, if that is recovered via taxes, tax rates, taxation, it's a 3.6% increase. So again, while well, well significant is not um, really high, especially considering that CPI this year is 2.8%. Is So, in terms of the water and wastewater rate, we'll have a longer discussion about this. And as we go through, staff are proposing a rate increase of 42 cents for the upcoming year or 8.4%. Um, and again, the increases for um, pretty significant operating costs impacts, which are uh, staffing levels that were approved um, previously outside the budget. We need to capture that for this year. Um, and then facility maintenance. Um, And utility costs Um, plus funding for capital projects which are projected to be about 16 million dollars over the next five years Um, again a couple larger projects that we do need to deal with reservoir 365. Um, we also do have the benefit of having uh, three or four projects coming up that are still funded through the small community fund generally um, you know about 90 percent funded by <clears> the <throat> federal government so that's that's a benefit we saw to come up with our portion um, and then further information as i mentioned by a briefing note um, including again comparables that uh, might be another discussion will be forwarded to council um, for their their information during deliberations the, um, the capital budget these are, these are later on in the book starting on our page seven the staff are proposing a 13.3 million dollar budget of that amount 3.84 is is, that projects covered through taxation or the general fund of which the vast majority of those projects are for the neighborhood infrastructure renewal program and for the balance of the uh, East regional recreation center work the difference are for water and wastewater related projects. Which again, we have the the need for the rate changes on the water and wastewater side. Uh, there will be some conditional projects that we will show in the budget. So again, um, since we have applied for grants for about four or five of these projects, um, they're considered conditional um, when the funding is, is achieved. If we do get what we say in the budget, we communicate that to Council, but again that gives us tacit approval to uh, to start to go on those. If we're not able to achieve that funding, um, further reports and information will come back to Council and um, items on how to um, fund the projects if they're gonna go forward will be made available for Council to, to give their approval and decision. Um, this next slide goes over the, the capital budget. Um, briefly, again, this information and in, in the budget book this have details of each project. Um, again, there's a little bit for information, information systems, so computer hardware, peripherals, um, systems, that type of stuff. There's um, half a dozen projects for protective services, and again, a lot of these are, are training and safety type items. Um, neighborhood renewal, plus some equipment purchases for uh, works and equipment, um, basement remediation work for the regional airport. Um, parks and Recreation and Cultural Services is really a focus on the arena and parks upgrades, some smaller park upgrades here, and then water and wastewater has some larger live um, station projects, the reservoir replacement if that funding is made available and sewering work. So the parks upgrade is just, is it just the flag post?
0: Is that all we're doing in terms of parks? We have to finish off Saddleback. That's
8: correct. So Saddleback has um, tree planting that will be done next year.
0: And that will be free. Mm-hmm.
7: No.
8: <laughs> Unfortunately. Grant received trees will be free. Uh labor not so much. Um, but we also had twelve foot Davis Grant. That might be me, conditionally on the grant. That's the other project. Aren't well, there enough wannabe
0: tree planters in the town we can get them to <laughs> do <laughs> They're all out tree planting. I
9: think mean, Ms. Downey has had some experience in <laughs> That's So that's a really summarized version of, of the budget and, and it's a really, really brief overview. Um, so in terms of next steps, so the budget's now been presented, it's available publicly. Um, so in terms of the distribution channel, um, encourage counselors to take the time over the next week to review inform let people know that the budget's available um, you know we'll, we'll do our part this will be on our social media accounts um, and we'll, we'll promote it um, again it's publicly available it, it provides a great deal of information to the public and and ratepayers um, and again i'll just say please get in touch counselors if you have any questions um, if you do it before meetings i could have the information ready at the meetings and provide a a significantly greater amount of detail than having something sprung on at meeting times, but of course I'll be able and ready to answer anything at the time. Um, In terms of decision packages, when I try to do this, I break it down into a couple decision packages. Um, You know, the first one is the approval of the base budget, and information will be provided on that to show you where the real changes to the base budget are. Approval of water and wastewater rates. um, Approval of the capital improvement plan and then approval of service level initiatives. And once those approvals have been made, we will know our budget position and the required tax revenue changes will be based on those approvals unless we strike oil in town or find other revenue sources. Um, The anticipated budget schedule is here again this is on our website also and in the budget book so um public will be given a chance if the public does come to, to a budget meeting or council meeting um if it's a budget meeting i will uh, make um, the microphone available if they have any input or questions um and i assume that will also be done at council meetings so if you do attend and show up and, and be able to to uh, ask, you know, this is this is their budget too. Um, find me any input or questions could be sent to the town hall. Anything that comes in that is a budget question to myself or our staff will be distributed to all of the council. So if someone asks a question, you know, we will respond, but we'll also share that answer and, and you know, let all of council know that this is happening. Again, if someone sends a question to a councillor, um, you know, feel free to ask or answer if you can, or if you're not um, be able to answer, please get in touch with myself or or um, other administration. will be able to assist with an answer on that. And again, if possible, we'll make those, those library available to everybody. Great. Can we get a
7: copy of the of the schedule, the budget
9: schedule? that you have? Yeah. How would you like that through?
7: Email would be great. Okay. Thanks. For me.
3: Your Worship, would you take a couple of questions? Yeah. Uh, so, this town just uh, well, obviously a well-prepared document. Uh, when do we use, remind me? When do we usually hear about Atco and franchise fees? Is that?
9: I just a letter for those. I need to bring those to council.
3: Okay, so that so that'll those, come, those That'll come after some of these dates.
9: Then um, it'll be during the process. During the process, okay, yeah. all right. So, uh, if council wants to consider those as options, those will be made available. Okay, uh, just uh,
3: two other really quick points. So, pages 36 and 37 they refer to the of our uh, RCMP policing contract. And as everyone knows, I'm your uh, representative on an AUMA committee. If I could request uh, PDFs of those two pages, that would help me. and I would share them with my, I realize it's draft, but they would perhaps help me in my advocacy lobbying work with AMA. So it's, it's pages 36 and 37. I, I like how you've done all of them, but again, this is pretty uh, uh, pretty clear, and I think uh, I think it, it, there's a message here. And then just a final comment um, on page 39. I know in the past administration was, uh, about identifying staff and salaries. Is this going to be a problem on page 39? Uh, it doesn't bother me, but uh, there only is one employee in that department, so.
9: That's correct, but none of the pages in here, or none of these salary benefit the numbers you will see, are attributable to a single person. Okay. So we allocate, for example, I allocate a percentage of these. These persons so somebody managers. won't
3: make a rational jump to conclusion by reading this document.
9: No, no. So it, it's all of the the individuals plus a, 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 an additional apportionment of um, of their manager's I, I, did just, I just, I just, at yep. first glance, I thought
3: this is perhaps put us in an
0: awkward position. But if, if that's the case, uh, that's yep. all my question. Well, well yeah. There, well, I think your point is that somebody is going to look at this community peace officer and go, "Well, we only have one," and, and it doesn't say community peace officers. They're going to look at it and go, "They're not going to realize that you've you've assigned some of the administration's costs to that." So they're going to jump to the conclusion that the guy is making ninety-six thousand five
9: hundred dollars. That's that's. Common. that's happened at previous places where I work it hasn't happened here but that is something that um, can and what you're saying is true they do not make the they if you can that amount um, but it is less and if someone does ask a question we will definitely um, provide them with that answer
5: just in regards to that uh, that comment in regards to that wages does that also include we do have one full time, but we also have another gentleman that comes up on a casual basis to help. So is his numbers? So well, that's actually more than. Uh, yes, we, we did put a amount uh, in there for
9: for a casual peace officer.
5: So we're talking about Spencer, comes.
9: Yep. So. so, so, so. Yep, yeah, but it, it's getting fewer and fewer, and as we go into 2019, we'd like to. Less than we would have done twenty. Again, but there is an offset. I'll just sort of say, you know, but there is an offset there on the revenue side. So from a budgeting perspective, you know, we, we reduced it, but we also reduced the revenue. Um, but if Spencer does come up, you know, he probably makes as much um, as he costs us when he's here through through revenues and fines through his activities.
5: So that to answer the public's question, and that that number of ninety six thousand is actually could be potentially three people. It, it's one person and part of two people.
0: Okay. Yeah. all right not I'm good. Yeah, we can go Johanna
7: uh, Your Worship, I appreciate uh, Councillor Needham's comment regarding, um, you know, persons, individual uh, wages. Having said that, I think there's some real transparency that's in the way that the, this has been laid out this year. I think people will really appreciate those, not having to dig so far for those numbers, and the transparency is a benefit to us as a councillor, even if we have to spend a little bit of time. Um, clarifying it uh i i you know i can see that i have lots of things to to read through here Frey. Um but again i appreciate that you laid it out in a way that maybe i can understand it
9: i say appreciate that i'll just take the time to mention uh, one other item um, so there are two elements from this book that have not been included yet um, due to events of the weekend and some technological issues. Um, normally there would be the proposed three year operating budget. Um, that has not been included and that will be brought forward in a future version um, to council. Um, and then the listing, our final appendix that we have shows a list of all our general ledger accounts. That has not been included and that will be available in a future version. To
6: two council and the public by our next meeting um no I, I like the the layout and so on um the quick facts little section i think that's a nice little thing and when it says annual cost per resident so that's for our 6800 just whatever the Just take that and divide by that number okay thank you
0: So yeah, I like the fact that we're breaking it down for residents. So it makes it look probably a little more uh, palatable. Um, so I'm looking at page 30 and I understand the quick facts there. Pro tax levy, net budget change is $17,000. So that's above last year's budget, six point three forty-two dollars $2.19. So then I go to um, I go to page sixty-two and page fifty. And uh, so why don't we just go to page fifty? So now you have total tax levy requirement. And you have in brackets eighty-seven thousand seven hundred and twenty. So that so. That's the revenue
9: you're... Yeah, I'm not following Okay, um, and, and this is one of the few unique ones within the organization. So in terms of solid waste, the revenues that we generate off of our fees, <coughs> so on the utility bills, is higher than the actual cost of the contract, the tipping fees, and the cost for our spring and fall um, cleanup. However, unlike other departments, we do not apportion um, salaries and wages to this sub-department so for example i can make the argument that seven or eight percent of the director of engineering's time um, depending on the week could go towards solid waste 10 to 20 percent of our communication coordinator's time goes towards solid waste a certain percent of the cios or council's time or the admin support staff um, you know, other parts of our budget could go be allocated towards solid waste, but since they don't have a, a salary um, cost attributable to that because it's a contracted service, we haven't done that. So from a straight um, sub-department revenue uh, generation through utility bills, which is higher, yes, it does show as a negative amount, but if we did true cost accounting and we said that you know, we should apportion out certain charges to it. It probably would be closer to, um, you know, a zero or, or cost neutral type activity, similar to what we do with our water and wastewater fund, which we do apportion out and is uh, cost neutral on our general taxes. Greg, you mentioned yeah. the. Hey, hang on, oh, I just
0: to finish it. So, well, let's go to the solid waste management. I, I'm still not understanding brackets and the quick fac quick quick facts. So you've you've got 87,720 and it's in brackets. So what am I supposed to is that a reduction over last year's requirement? And then and likewise, because you're saying the net budget change is is a thousand dollars. So that is that a reduction? Because if it's a reduction, then I have to ask, well, why is the so if I'm a, the average taxpayer, why is my my utility bill for
9: solid waste services going up? So let's look at the other page, page 51 beside it. Um, and again, it takes a little bit of uh, reading and comprehension to to grab this. But this is look look a, the idea of quick facts uh, that uh, you don't <laughs> have to dig <laughs> into. Kind of so, an additional note. The we should ask the communications budget.
1: person.
9: <laughs> so, in a nutshell, for this one, looking at page fifty-one is the cost for the solid waste management. The fourth column over, the twenty eighteen approved budget. The very last line shows the tax levy requirement for that service, which is eighty-six thousand six hundred and twenty. And again, at that time, being a negative number. Um, that was a, a positive for a, a subsidy towards the general tax rate. In 2019, that number has increased by $1,100 with the proposed $2 increase. So again, our costs have gone up and our revenue, we are hoping, also goes up to match. The impact of the budget is basically flat. It's $1,100. Um, but from a true tax rate impact perspective, um, since we don't allocate our portion of costs, um, this sub-department does assist in the quasi subsidization of the general tax rate. But only because we don't do proper allocations for this sub-department. Well, I, I think we need to do something around the quick
0: facts, which also takes to page sixty-two. Because, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think those brackets you either need to put. I think the quick facts don't aren't communicating the quick facts. you probably should. Have should adjust it, Uh, because then I look at page 62, and I've got uh, total tax requirement, 540,000, the net budget change, so I'm
9: assuming that 13,000, is that (coughs) also a reduction, the 13,000. So that is a reduction on the expenditure, so the net impact that the pool, the okay. cost of town has gone down by thirteen thousand fifty dollars year to year and again this, this goes back to our zero based budget concept which it's no garbage service <laughs> <laughs> but which we do enforce so again my my philosophy is budget for what you need if you don't need it we're going to remove it from the budget and if you need it in the future we will include it so try to avoid the concept of Well, let's just leave a number in there because we're going to need it later. Uh, You know, there's a little bit of interplay here, and we do try to to manage this and not make total reductions, but there's also the understanding with the other directors that if, if you don't need it, then let's not have it. But if you do need it in the future, you will get it. So, you know, let's truly show what the cost is and try to manage this properly, rather than have perpetual inflation of the budget. So in this case, no. so. and I believe Bell that I believe there was a few one-time costs that they encouraged the pull last year, which so I'm so wondering. what? do you don't you don't think you need any
0: chlorine in the water or Correct. Like
8: We're going au natural pot-like. So. Give it a week, you'll love it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, the significant difference is but just because
0: Greg Town doesn't go
8: swimming there's not mean
0: that and he you get doesn't to reduce the glory, but. You're
8: correct. He sits on the side. It's factual. Um the what we're not doing in 2019 is a significant project we did this year was regrouting the main basin of the pool. And that was a $15,000 project. This year we're doing some deck regrouting, which is a, a portion of that cost. It's approximately 4 or five thousand yeah. So, so my,
0: that's the big difference. Okay. So my, yeah, yeah the core thing was actually yeah. just a, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so I guess my point is your um, quick facts be something to desire. Maybe it's only on solid waste management. But I do have to say uh, the, the lay person doesn't understand brackets. They don't understand it. So you may actually want to put in at least on the quick facts, positive or negative, instead of the uh, brackets. You might mean that you have to do a little more Excel work. But I'm sure all those classes that you've given you, you know, and delegate
9: that to something. If it was Excel, that'd be pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. This is formatting a document after it's been pre-formatted, which is a nightmare, but mm-hmm. um, in the interest of public understanding, I will strive to do that. But couldn't you just put notes all over the place both the positive and negatives? um just keep putting saying no all <laughs> over it i think including either areas where it's not what you expect to identify that and say you know this this negative actually means that the service costs less. i uh, i'll try i'll figure out some way to include something okay. like that the difficulty of
0: that speaking to a person is not, not a mathematical challenge a lot is that your data is your credit is my debit, your debit is my credit, I still...
6: You just memorize that
7: fact and no,
0: <laughs> I don't understand it. It's a dumb word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For most people, debits and credits are... are that's something that banks use to confuse you. So, I, I, I do sort of understand what Tom's talking about, is that if it's not really right in front of me with math, uh, I find it really difficult I mean, I can understand when we're looking at the budget that a negative is a good thing. I can understand it in that context. Yeah. But in another context, it's kind of like, well, sometimes, well, I think your comment right at the beginning is that negatives are good. Except when they're not.
7: Well,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except when they're not. And what, What's the role for when they're not? Well, that's arbitrary. It's not, but you don't understand. Anyways, I sort of, I, re, I really do understand what Tom's saying for a quick fact. Okay, Johanna,
7: do you have questions? Uh, you know what, like Your Worship, I was just going to say, um, if if under the solid waste management, the spring and fall cleanup is sort of rolled into that, um, you would mentioned that, it should say it somewhere. Do people like that service? And so if it's acknowledged somewhere, that's probably an appropriate thing. Um, and, you know, I hate to disagree with, uh, mirror but i feel like that final paragraph really speaks to that quick fact so that's just me so i guess my point is i think you answer some of those questions in the in the written statement
0: but she had to read it so it wasn't
6: <laughs>
7: I still
5: say the quick pick quick <laughs> off of that word and just leave it as as facts and then people won't have such high expectations around the freaking word quick It's like
7: they're not easy facts or quick facts <laughs> good point
5: well maybe we should communicate that <laughs> Facts that have the potential to be puzzling. <laughs> it's quick, it's easy. Statistics are okay. wise. So I do really enjoy the input, though. I just
0: more than mention okay, is that it? We're already uh to an hour. Facts. I,
6: I think it's a very good document. I do share.
0: Okay, Uh, motion to accept our information. Thank so you, Mayor favor? Uh, reports. Peace River Primacy Care Center update. So we're not calling this the Medical Center of Excellence anymore, or is this a different
6: I, I don't believe it was ever really formally referred to that, so who knows what Alberta Health Services and other powers that be what may be building in the end.
0: Just like if you don't call it excellence, what is it? Is it mediocrity? Is it adequacy? <laughs> well, I don't, I just <laughs>
6: what No, he's what he's referring to though <laughs> has a history that isn't maybe there. So now we're going to call it the pre B3 care
0: center yeah, yeah, well The p 3 2C update. It'll, be, two C it'll, it'll be, be a
9: quick it's reaction.
6: Pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Don't change uh, The quick care <laughs> center.
7: Quick and efficient care center. <laughs>
0: okay so uh do you want to underscore something there
7: well
6: no other than reading uh, this it seems that they're underway with a few little glitches but um walls are up and something's happening on the roof so that's a good thing are they on budget and on time or what well um according to what they're saying here um they seem to be happy with what's happening so there's no big red thing in brackets saying this is a negative thing right <laughs> are they going to send us a letter yeah yeah who knows about that
0: <laughs> so why would we include the dmi pack minutes in the
8: reports because somebody what, is a representative of that
2: yeah oh, so. the october one should be yeah just you won't have decide on the
0: yeah, but she listed under information, DMI PAC minutes. Just put those under reports. You want to speak to those minutes? They're yeah. robust. Okay. Yeah.
5: That's
7: they a, a good term for that.
0: <laughs> okay, if we can have a uh, a motion to accept uh, the Peace River Primary Care Center update, DMI minutes from October 10th, 2018, for information. okay, Mr. Neum. all in favor? Are there any notices of motion? There are none, you Worship. I'm kind of surprised, I thought one of the councilors would put in a notice of motion to uh, change our uh, cell phone policy given uh, and to request that we go back to rotary phones given the concerns about Tony Clement. Oh my God. That was a circle
6: too.
0: We, we, we don't want we don't want the town to be considered to don't want people to consider the town as enabling that kind of behavior. No so we're not going back to delivery phones so what information would someone leverage out of us were we caught in <laughs> that type of compromising situation lying? i i can't speak to your own personal your private life <laughs> are you on the security council of cesis or whatever no okay uh, no notices of motion um i don't see any members of the public unless some of the staff wish to, wish to morph into uh, public members and make any comments, at will. We've got a few minutes. If not, we'll go to key communication items. So, uh, Justin, uh, is there anything that piqued your interest and you'd like to get a sound on?
9: Yeah, just um, for now, just the taxi bylaw.
0: Okay. Did you get a comment
9: last time
1: on this <laughs> yeah, I just Yeah, just
0: like what happened. tonight bylaws so. oh, Yeah. Well, uh, if we had allowed Mister Ford to filibuster, he would have taken all night uh, <laughs> uh, uh, to that bylaw. It's going ahead. Sure, I'll. Uh, I can make a few comments. Or should we give him his bell to make a few comments?
8: Not on the That's that one is not my area. of
0: Okay, um, good. And so we will uh,
6: we'll break for five, ten minutes and uh, then we'll go down.